Welcome to the Inquisit Kids Podcast. Tune in for daily discoveries as we celebrate curiosity and explore interesting facts about history, science, and more in five minutes or less. Hi, I'm Luke, and welcome to the Inquisit Kids Podcast. Did you know that this afternoon, when the sky is high in the sky over the United States, it will already be tomorrow in China? How can that be? And how did we figure out what time and day it is in each place on Earth? One tool we have to help us is the International Dateline. The Earth is shaped like a ball. A bumpy ball with mountains and trenches on it, mostly covered with water. But for the purposes of map making, we think of it as a ball, or a sphere. To make sense of living on Earth, we have devised a system of a grid of dividing lines that cover world maps. The equator is an imaginary line that separates the northern and southern hemispheres. The lines of longitude run from the North Pole to the South Pole. Other lines circle the globe. These are called the lines of latitude. These lines form a grid so that we can describe places by their location. Zero degrees longitude is a north-south line that runs through Greenwich, England, as well as parts of Western Europe and Africa. So if you and I both look up 29.7 degrees north and 95.3 degrees west on a world map, we will both find the city of Houston, Texas. It's a good system. Like the equator and all the lines of latitude and longitude, the International Dateline is an imaginary line that is drawn on maps. It is not a line on the actual Earth. It was invented by people more than 100 years ago, and it fulfills a very important purpose. Throughout most of history, people told time by the sun. The day began at dawn, and midday was when the sun reached the highest point in the sky. No one needed to know exact times. It didn't matter whether it was 2.13 in the afternoon or 2.17, until the railroads were built. If you've ever seen a train or bus schedule, you know that it matters a lot whether it's 2.13 or 2.17. Trains run on exact times. If it's 2.17, you've missed the train that arrived at 2.13 by four minutes. Keeping trains running efficiently meant that times had to be standardized. The Earth was divided into time zones. A day is 24 hours long, so dividing it into 24 time zones made sense. At every location within a time zone, 12 o'clock noon happens at the same time. But where is the beginning? Where is the first time zone? If you turn a ball over in your hands, you will see there is no beginning. You can turn and turn and there is no obvious spot that marks the beginning or end. A beginning line had to be drawn. At the 1884 International Meridian Conference held in Washington, D.C., President Chester Arthur led a committee. Twenty-six countries sent representatives. Everyone agreed that Greenwich Mean Time would be labeled as zero degrees longitude. They also agreed that each day would technically begin at midnight. The international dateline is roughly opposite of the zero longitude. It runs through the Pacific Ocean. When travelers cross a time zone line, the time changes. 
If you drive from Nevada into Utah, the time changes by one hour. If you cross the international dateline, the day changes. When you cross from east to west, say from Russia to Alaska, across the Bering Strait, instantly you add a day. If you left Russia on March 7th and you cross the line, it's suddenly March 6th in Alaska. If you cross from west to east, for instance, flying from California to Japan, you lose a day. If you leave California on June 20th, you arrive in Japan on June 21st. The dateline isn't a straight line. Some zigzags were added to keep countries with multiple islands all on the same date. There is a zigzag between Russia and Alaska to keep the Russian islands on the eastern date and the Alaskan islands on the western date. There is a large zigzag in the South Pacific to keep the countries that are closely tied to Australia on the same date. That makes doing business between these countries much simpler. There is no written international law that makes the international dateline official. Every country accepts the dateline because it's necessary for communication and travel. Have you ever crossed the international dateline? It's a good thing that our phones and computers know how to automatically change the time when we cross, because figuring out which day it is and how many time zones to add or subtract as we travel can be complicated. Thanks for tuning in to the Inquisikids podcast. If you want to see the sources we used for this episode or send us some listener mail, you can find links in the episode description.